Welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast, Wisdom's Echo. My name is Robbie Venter, sharing a thought of the day. Guys, it's a cold, wintry morning here in New Zealand, and in case you're wondering why I sound a bit funny, I'm actually feeling a bit sick. But nevertheless, my podcast is due, so I've got to keep going with it. So bear with me, uh, and next time I promise I won't sound so funny. This morning, what I want to talk about is three phases of discipleship that I've observed and it's something I've known for a long time but I've only been able to put my finger on it in terms of being able to identify what these phases are and and what they're called and it's not a formula but it's a framework of understanding and I'm not sure if like like me you've observed there are people in in life who get stuck, who don't grow, who don't mature, who don't progress, who don't move forward, who don't expand, um, yet who don't have momentum. And we also observe people who are the exact opposite. They grow, they mature, they expand, they enlarge, things work out for them. Uh, They're always excited about the next opportunity they just go from strength to strength. And for me, what I've noticed is that one of the core reasons why people get stuck is because they're not really open to the process of discipleship. Right. And I want to take you back to where it all sort of began for me. I remember being a 19 year old, just being so hungry for the kingdom, being so keen to grow, so keen for, for knowledge and understanding and, and filled with a lot of enthusiasm, but definitely not filled with a lot of maturity, right? Very excited, uh, thought I knew, knew a lot, I didn't actually really know a lot. And in my immaturity, what I actually needed was the process of discipleship. So anyway, I remember one day um, having a conversation with Ian Clayton and in this conversation, I asked him, you know, would you mentor me? And straight away he said to me, no, I won't. And the other thing he said to me was go and buy the CDs. And in my heart, I was like gutted. I was so disappointed because I would have really loved for him to to mentor me and disciple me and he said to me, No, go and buy go and buy the CDs. And that was the wisest thing he could have said to me because what what he realized and what I realized is that I had to go and and learn and process and and die to myself and, and grow and apply things. Um, just by listening to the teachings, by listening to to the knowledge and applying the knowledge and growing. And I wasn't ready for that level of discipleship in my state of immaturity. And that, that brings us to what I believe is the first phase of discipleship, which is that of being a student, right? So I hadn't even gone through the process of being a student and I wanted to jump to the next level of discipleship, which we'll get to, which is being an apprentice. And so 
So anyway, Ian says to me, go away and, and buy the CDs and listen to them. And so I went and bought these CDs and I listened to them and they made absolutely no sense to me at the time. Uh, as a 19-year-old trying to figure out what what on earth is he saying, what language is he using. But I listened to them over and over and over and over. And once I was done with those CDs, I bought some more and I listened to those over and over and over and over. And anyway, fast forward about seven years, I had listened to hundreds and hundreds of Ian's teachings over and over and over. And it was a really good process for me. So seven years later, yeah, I believe it was seven years later, um, I caught up with Ian again. And I never asked him that question again, would you mentor me? But this time around, after a, after a great conversation and, and, you know, a great connection, he, he said to me, listen, do you want to be in a discipleship relationship? And I'm sure he completely forgot about my question seven years ago. And I said, yes, absolutely. But what I remember happening at that time is when I said yes to that question, that it moved me into another phase and into another chapter of my journey as a son. And everything in my life shifted. And I mean everything. Um, so many of my relationships with other people shifted in that they weren't too happy with this connection. They weren't too happy with um, you know, me going deeper into some of the things of the kingdom and some of the understanding of the kingdom, you know, that we've all been walking within the community and there's a lot that could be said around that, but I'm not going to get distracted. But the point was that I moved into a different phase of discipleship. And at that point I traveled with Ian to, I believe it was about nine different countries, just serving at his tables, selling books, um, you know, just do it, doing anything I could to be of use and to be helpful in terms of being an apprentice. But in this phase of discipleship, what we've got to realize is that we're taking on the cause of another person and making it our own, right? We are making the cause and the mission and the mandate of that person our own by serving it. I wasn't trying to come up with my own agendas or my own ideas or or anything like that. All I was doing was laying my life down and serving. And in that process of serving, I was observing. All right. So as a student listening to teachings, I was hearing. Now as an as an apprentice, I was observing. All right. So it's t totally different. Uh, and so through this process, again, uh, there's a scripture that says foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction will drive it far from him. And a child doesn't necessarily just mean a, a young human, like a child. It's someone who's in an immature state. And I th again, I thought I was clever. I thought that I knew a lot and I realized that I knew nothing and that I had so much growth to do and many issues were exposed in my heart, were exposed in my life, were exposed in my character. And it was a very difficult process. And a lot of 
um, the correction I went through wasn't necessarily through face-to-face discussions or confrontation. It was a spiritual pressure that began uh, to operate around my life that would orchestrate events in such a way that the issues that were deep inside my heart would begin to surface and be exposed. So what does it do? The rod of correction drives foolishness out. And so uh, the, the first process of being a student helped me to mature to a certain degree. But then I needed another process to, to mature to an even greater degree. So humbling ourselves under the hand of God, humbling ourselves to the rod of correction, humbling ourselves to be discipled, to be instructed, to be taught, to be corrected. Right uh, is not a fun process. It's just not. However, it bears a lot of fruit. And so I remember many times being, being faced with the reality of my own condition. And at this point, I've watched other people come to that same place and they either die to themselves and change and humble themselves and allow themselves to be taught and corrected or they'll run. That's, that's what happens, right? And so by the grace of Yahweh, I didn't run and clung on for dear life, held on for dear life and kept going through the process. And this brings me to the third phase of discipleship, and that's the phase of partnership. So, so far we've covered student, apprentice, and partner. And so through the course of natural progression it led to the point where Ian and I decided to partner on on some things and we've partnered on um, a few things now and and that's awesome but the point is that the it, it was something that naturally progressed as the relationship grew as the friendship grew as trust grew as my levels of maturity grew as my knowledge and understanding grew as my character grew, uh, I went from being a student to an apprentice to a partner, right, and a, a co-laborer. And I'm so grateful for that process. And at times, it's been a treacherous journey. It just, it really has. It's been an amazing journey as well. I've had the most incredible times. I've had the most difficult times. I've had many opportunities to quit and give up and throw in the towel. I haven't done that. And if you're listening to this, then my guess is that you haven't done that either. Um, If you are a person of maturity, then you may want to look at this from another angle in terms of who are the students you're working with? Who are the apprentices you're working with? Who are the people you've allowed to partner with you? Because I'm convinced where we're going as a global community, um, we're all going to be partnering up with one another in this way. We're all going to be learning through relationship and through connection and through shared progress and through connecting in with each other's missions. right? And I'm now privileged to be in the position where I've got students of my own and I've got apprentices of my own and I've got people that I'm partnering with and and some of my ideas and I wouldn't have been able to get to this place had I not gone through the process myself 
Right? And the scripture tells us that through faith and patience, they inherited the promises. And I think that sometimes people want to jump the process or they just want a quick result. Uh, they're not willing to endure suffering like a good soldier, right? Not willing to, to actually go through process. And at times things have gone slower than what I've realized. And the other thing that I want to say is it was never my motive from the start to partner with Ian or to partner with anyone that I've learned from. It's it's something that's naturally developed, right? And we need to just be open to the guidance of the Spirit. And, and I've been through a similar process with um, a couple of other people who have been great friends and mentors in my life, and I'll probably cover that in the next couple of podcasts too. Um, but I just encourage you to look at where are you at. If you're stuck, you're not growing, you're not maturing, you're not coming into your scroll and you're going from conference to conference or teaching to teaching and just listening to things and you've never made that transition from being from hearing to observing to doing, I would encourage you to take a step back. Ask the Father who it is that He wants you to serve, who He wants you to apprentice with, whose mission you can get alongside and and find someone who's got momentum find someone who's got success so find someone who's got results and say to them hey can can i work with you or can you can you teach me can you show me and there's a saying that says when the student is ready the teacher will appear right and so it was my responsibility to get myself ready and when i was ready the teacher appeared Right, and so the same is true for you. The same is true for me. The same is true for all of us. Right, and don't try and um, just pick someone that you think you should go with. Right, the key I believe is again. I think that the reason why a lot of people don't go through this process is one, they're not humble enough. Two, they're not open enough, and three, they're not teachable. Right, so. I've, I've witnessed kind of two types of people in this context. Remember how I said there are those who are stuck that don't grow, don't mature, don't come into their scroll, don't fulfill their destiny. Then there are those who are continually expanding and, and growing and maturing and coming into what they've been called to do. And I, and I really believe that the differentiator, the distinguishing factor is it's really how humble we are and how teachable we are, and how open we are to correction, to discipline, um, to be taught, to be instructed along the way. Hey guys, I hope this has been helpful for you. Have a great day wherever you are, and we'll talk again.